This is the Drunken Vocal Podcast. I'm here with Evan Price. Bree Bree. <laughs> For a second, I like didn't know if I got your last name right. <laughs> yeah, like, you did. Wait. You did. You did have like a question mark at the end. This is like, Evan Price. Is it Price or Pierce? I don't know why I thought that for a second. No, you got it. You is. nailed it. Thanks. You know, I really try. So we're returning. We did four episodes before, um, and then I took a hiatus for multitude of reasons. One of them was moving to Chicago from North Carolina. So the last episode we did was in North Carolina. So you're our first Chicago Damn. guest. Yeah, you're okay. lucky. I didn't know that. That's dope. Yeah. It's only because you have pink hair, though. That's the only reason I brought you here. For sure. I brought you here to your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're recording in Evan's office space. So a primary part of the drunk and vocal podcast is the drunk part. Evan, what are you drinking? I'm drinking vodka. <laughs> Okay, great. It's vodka. It's made from the finest of vodka leaves. (laughs) I don't know how vodka's made. I don't know what the fuck is this. (laughs) Svetka is rubbing alcohol. Yeah. uh, You have a little bit of Gatorade, it looks like. A little bit of cancerous Gatorade in this. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. With that pink hair, you'll just live forever. Oh, for sure. So sometimes I go the cider route. I'm drinking Woodchuck. Have you ever had this? Not, not the rosé. I've had woodchuck before. It's pretty good. It's too sugary. And I just want to like throw this. Give a bag. I just want to <laughs> throw this out there. I think everybody's gluten sensitive. We're Probably. Just, we're just so used to it. Mm-hmm. I went gluten free for about mm, a year. Mm, gluten and sugar free. And like Ooh, it got I to the. Sugar. It was pretty bad. Yeah. It was. I went gluten, <laughs> sugar, and dairy free. Oh my god. Yeah, it was you crazy. Hate yourself too. I lost or? a fuckload of weight, oh. but. Once I like, I like ate yeah. a piece of bread. I'm just like, oh god, I feel like shit. So I honestly mm-hmm. think, I I also think most of us are lactose intolerant. That makes sense. I mean, the only dairy I really eat and is we're just, cheese. Our body I just gets used love to it. Yeah, cheese. Oh, yeah. If, if I die tomorrow, bury me the fuck in cheese. Mm, what kind? Ooh, mm, Havarti, dill Havarti. Oh, That's so specific. So good. Or just regular oh, yeah. you like the fancy cheese. You like the fancy cheese, don't you? What the you? fuck kind of cheese? What are you, what are you talking about? Like, I mean, you like like the the charcuterie stuff. What the, well, what right? what else is what? Like, like just like, like, oh, like good old craft singles. <laughs> I eat Baldita straight out of the box. Craft singles, like I'll eat cheese. I'll just eat cheese and fold it over onto itself and just place it into my mouth. I used to do that. Do you ever do the when you like roll up the fucking sandwich slices of meat with around the cheese and just eat it? Like a stick? That sounds delicious. Like roll up a piece no, of lunch meat and put cheese around it and eat it? I would literally just take shredded cheese out of the bag and just throw it into my mouth. Or like a cold. cheese roll up. Where it's just like you put it in like a tortilla. It's basically like a Taco Bell See, cheese See, that's what I did, up. but with lunch meat. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I dig that. There's some protein in it. You know, right? why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cider, woodchuck. This, they have the regular kind is my favorite. Fucking Binnie's does not sell it unless it's in the variety pack, though. I never had the rosé one. Okay, yeah, okay. do give me a cider. All right. Well, you fucking, fucking warm said it was now. too sugary. Normally, the woodchuck cider, all the ciders, I've just... The gluten is good to not have the gluten, but then the sugar hits me. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, it tastes like wine. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. It actually does. <laughs> it, like um, it doesn't hurt my belly, though, so it's fine. This That's is great. the rosé kind. It says bubbly blush cider. 6.1%. That's pretty high for a fucking cider. Mm-hmm. So that is. I'm into it. Um, this one, you know, two two brothers 
Two Brothers. <laughs> Is that a brewery? <laughs> it's just called Two Brothers. Fuck off. I don't know if I'm having a fever dream. It might be called Two Brothers, but... It, oh, yeah, it is. It is. It, it is. is. I know what you're talking about. And I'm they just have a making gluten, a Rick and Morty reference. Multiple. <laughs> All right. Well, you're alone on that one. Um, wow. I'm just kidding. I kind of watch it occasionally, but like not enough to quote it. But I have a bad memory. I can't quote anything. We know this. Two Brothers makes multiple kinds of gluten-free beer. Mm. But they make one called Prairie Path, and it's really fucking good. You can't tell the difference. I don't know how oh, they yeah. take out the gluten. Some, like, wizard magic. Wizard? Yeah. You're a wizard, Harry! Actually, my like name's that? Larry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, is, so I assume that what everybody's drinking on this show in the past has been a main focus. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm really boring with this Fedka, but normally I'm a Hennessy guy. I got a okay. Hennessy yeah. shrine in my house over so there. The you guys can't see. So how did the whole Hennessy thing start? Because that's like Evan's thing. It's like Hennessy. Yeah, it's weird that that's become that too. Um, my my dude Vinny Vincent Hines, mm. my one of my best friends from my right my hand chart, man. My right hand man. <laughs> um, he just introduced me to it. Okay. I just had never had brandy before or anything even close mm. to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he introduced me to this cognac. I was like, I don't even never had this before. I really. Wait, what year was this? Shit, I don't know, two thousand like twelve or something, mm, thirteen. Okay. okay. Um, he picked it up from he he played cruise ships for about six years. Like as he, like, a band? Li- no, as a solo. So he's oh. like he oh, like he, I see. he okay. like plays like solo stuff, like looping mm. stuff, like uh like mm. Ed Sheeran does. Okay, okay, okay. So he played on cruise ships and was introduced to a bunch of different cultures and mm. drinks and alcohols whatever Fuck and yeah. he brought that back and he was like try this i'm like oh this is good and i just really dug it like I, I didn't know anything about the hennessy culture or anything <laughs> like that i was just like this is a good drink um yeah and you just drink it straight i just drink it straight yeah it's like barrel aged wine is how i describe it that's how you describe it that's not how it tastes that's it's it's <laughs> it tastes like whiskey just straight up yeah it's like yeah, it's like whiskey meets wine. Okay, I'll allow that. It just depends on what I'm doing or like what my mood is. And honestly, now that I'm a whopping 27 years old, it really depends on how my stomach is feeling about like what I decide to drink. Because today my stomach was feeling a little goofy. So that's why I grabbed the cider. But usually if I'm having a good day, I'll be like, oh yeah, I can have some, like, some beers. Or I love a good fucking IPA. Like, I'm eating some pine cones to the face, you know, love that shit. Um, the only thing I really cannot drink because of my fucking sensitive-ass, bitch-ass, motherfucking stomach um, is, like, a Belgian, a Belgian wheat, or, like, Belgian yeast, or whatever the fuck. Oh, you know how to say wheat. You wheat. say it right. What the fuck does Wheat, wheat, wheat. Where are we at? <laughs> Don't try to get me to brewery on here. Uh, that's what I'm I know that's where you're going. I know that's where you're going. 100%. I pig squeal on Waldman's World once. Happened one time. And now all of a sudden I'm a pig squealing expert. No, for sure. You I'm are. I'm going to put that on my resume for sure. What about like Guinness? That's just been way I'm, too... Really? It's just so dark. No, actually I don't like Guinness. Here's the thing. I love what it. I do no, like... I don't. <laughs> Scratch what I just said. I hate listen, it. Listen, listen. What I do love... Are fucking car bombs. Is that, that Guinness with Yes, what? Guinness and Bailey's. Bailey's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know that because I worked at an Irish bar for a couple years, and some, me and my best friends were all working at that bar at the time, so whenever we were off, 
we would run to the other bar before they closed. But before we left, we would always be like, all right, let's pound a couple car bombs and go. Because we knew that was the only thing that could get us infinitely fucked up immediately. Mm -hmm. Just two car, two, just two car bombs? I am done. Other universe, goodbye. That's like Kate's dancing on tables type of drunk. Um, so it was a good time. But that, I, I don't think but I would drink Guinness straight. Maybe a half and half. Or like a, a snake bite. Have you had one of those? Too dark, no. Snake bite, I think, I don't know about if this is right, don't quote me on this, but I think a snake bite is Guinness and Magner's oh, cider. Oh, you're being recorded, so you're being quoted. And I'm just, <laughs> listen, let, be clear listen. about that. <laughs> okay, pinky. I don't know if this is correct, but I think a snake bite is half Guinness, half cider. Magner's cider, which is an Irish cider. Cider, cider. And it's not super sweet. Hmm the cider so it's good sounds weird you would think but it's good they they do a lot of mixes with guinness they do like black and blues and shit they do um they mix it with harp too which is like an irish lager i think hmm. anyway my my <laughs> go-to what you were talking about like dancing on tables and shit mm-hmm. i remember like the first couple times i got drunk yeah tell me about that Definitely the rumple mints. Me and Vin, me My and God. Vinny, me and Vinny would always get the rumple mints. Fucking one hundred proof, basically. Ew. It's essentially if you haven't had rumple mints, it's essentially Listerine mm. that gets you drunk. No, it's way it's more pepperminty. Oh, much more yeah, pepperminty. Yeah. I might get some later at the holiday bars. Goodbye <laughs> forever. Because it's very you know it's Christmasy. It is festive, but it's, it's fucking nasty. <laughs> But I remember, I remember a specific party, and I like drank like a good amount of a bottle, and I like of rumble mints. Yeah, and I like went out onto no, not by myself. Jesus Christ! But like chugging the bottle, I'm I'm talking like I'm 22 at this point, uh right? Uh A spring (laughs) chicken. Back when I was a (laughs) goddamn it. Back when I was a spring chicken. Yeah, (laughs) I can't do it. Spring chicken was a good one. Um, I love that phrase. Going out to the balcony and just like barfing. Just Ugh. like, just barfing all over some mm-hmm. poor like person's car. Yeah. Like they, they like came out the, in the morning and was just like, what the fuck? Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. And then I just like went and curled up by the toilet and fell asleep and woke up mm-hmm. the next morning in my friend's apartment. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. I don't miss those times. My liver doesn't miss those times <laughs> either. <laughs> The first time I got drunk was really stupid. It was off. Do you remember what Sparks are? Remember those? It was like Four Locos, like, yeah. sad cousin. Yeah. Yeah. It was like when they still did the liquor and caffeine thing before everybody started having heart attacks and shit. Pussies. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, before everybody was bitch made. But. <laughs> it's like nobody's drank and had cocaine before yeah, or some clearly. shit. <laughs> yeah, um, So, yeah, I had, like, three Sparks, and it was with my best friend, and my stepbrother and i don't remember a lot but we made like dumb you know we were 17 so we made dumb youtube videos my dad i remember my dad never did this because my dad didn't give a fuck (laughs) but he came up and was like hey i'm going to bed are you okay and i was just like yeah i'm fine like i love you i'm fine please don't tell me that's how you talked oh 100 percent. oh god 
And my dad knew, but he was like, whatever, she's in the fucking house. Like, who cares? Whatever. He was like, all right, I'm going to sleep. But my dad never did that. Like, my dad would just go to bed. Like, my dad right. never said bye or goodnight or whatever. Are you okay? Like, so that was really never a thing. Fucked. So I was very obviously fucked. I also fell down the stairs at one point. I don't remember that, though. Like, I definitely blacked out from three of these. Which was, like, I think the equivalent of, like, two Four Locos. There was also a time when I drank Four Locos that had the caffeine in them. I and, remember those. Oh, yeah. I don't really, the know, last I don't really time remember the difference of them, though. <laughs> between what? The, you had regular Four Locos? Yeah. And the non and Ew, the non-caffeinated. Why? I just... I think I just got them and it was like, well, we didn't know that it had changed. Oh, and it's just like, yeah. they still taste the same. Yeah. I mean, they still taste like fucking battery acid. Yeah. So it's not ideal. Oh, but. yeah. So the last time I had a Four Loco with caffeine in it, I'll just never forget it. I woke up in Raleigh, which is four hours from Charlotte, North Carolina, where I live. It's the capital. Good job. Uh, bow, 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 sorry, go ahead. You win a car. Yeah. <laughs> Episode over. <laughs> so I woke up in Raleigh with my phone duct taped to the wall, including the charger. It was charging, thank God, all the way down. Um, there were chickens in the house. My boyfriend at the time had left me a voicemail saying, hey, why were you screaming? <laughs> That's what you want to hear. And I was like, uh, so I don't know. Also, I don't know how I got here. There was chickens in the house. Let me circle back once I find some shit out. Um, we did it. And uh, yeah, and actually that next day is when I did my first ever interview as a music journalist. I think that was in 2012. Shout out for Loco. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what was your like first favorite band? Your first favorite song? Tell me about your first experience with music. I, rem- I don't know if it was the first ever, but... The one that stands out is definitely Linkin Park. I remember Linkin Park Hybrid Theory. I'm sorry. I was just going to sing it, and I was like, don't. I suppressed yeah, it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just judgment. <laughs> no. Yeah, Linkin Park Hybrid Theory. I remember no, it being yeah. the first album that I would play, like, Lucky. from start to finish. Yeah. And then repeat it just over and over again. It's the first one that I remember playing on drums. And I know I don't play any other instruments, but I can play that section of In the End by uh, by Linkin Park on piano. Wow. Uh, I don't wow. know why I know how to play that or how. Why. I know why, because you fucking sat there and figured just, it out it for hours when it you were an angsty teenager. For sure. And I know that because I did the same thing. So I play the alto sax along with guitar. <laughs> oh, but I play damn. alto sax and I figured out how to play Helena by Michael McGarrumance on the fucking saxophone <laughs> i'm curious of what that even sounds like not good not good my dad will tell you <laughs> it's hilarious when i actually i went to pick up my sax from my dad's place and uh recently like a couple months ago and i remember asking my dad i'm like because i went to play it because i hadn't played it in like 10 over 10 years mm. and i asked my dad i'm like oh my god like how did you deal with this and all he said was it was a good laugh <laughs> it's like when your kid brings home the recorder yeah you know yeah oh my god yeah, my sister played, Jesus. I think she played the soprano sax. Okay. And it was, I remember it just sounded like I was, she was like a couple years older than me. And I remember just like coming out of my room and just like, it sounds like someone's murdering a goose. <laughs> just like, what is she fucking doing? It's like, it's like, I don't know if it, is she doing it right? Like, what's no, happening? It's hard. It's so much harder Yeah, I'm than sure it's hard. Think. But like, I used to be able to read music and I'm so mad I can't read it anymore. I tried, but I was like, I don't oh, know. Oh, I mean, good for you. I never know I never how. forgot. <laughs> I never forgot, like, how to play the sax, like, the way that you make noise, obviously, with yeah. shit. Lots I for- of tongue I- action, I remember. 
sir. Right? Oh my God. There's a lot of that happening. Shut it down. The reed. Sir. The reed. You have to you have to wet the reed. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong, Boom. but that fucking t- whatever is happening right here is wrong. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> um, the one thing we encourage on this <laughs> podcast is burping. We do not encourage mac and cheese tongue action. Oh, okay. it, uh, it any of the A M S R A S M R fans A-M-S-R. out there? <laughs> all, all of the people who love weird sounds, you appreciate that. No, they don't. It's not me, so they sucks don't. to be you. They don't. They don't appreciate it. Tell me what you do, Evan. Tell me about what you do. How about that? Um. Yeah. So I run a company called Artist Collective. We are an artist development company. Our main focus is helping young independent artists, young as in in their careers, uh, build profitable music brands. Exclusively uh, teenagers. Yeah, exclusively. <laughs> you got to be twelve. Uh, if you're thirteen, you're too old. We're mm-hmm. like K-pop management. You know, you 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 <laughs> you age out of that shit. <laughs> no, just uh, just young. A lot of times they're older. They're older people that are just. Being like, hey, I'm quitting my day job and I want to do this forever. Like, how? Do, what the fuck do I do? So we work with artists of all shapes and sizes. <laughs> um, but yeah, just help, yeah, just just help them build their their brands, build their careers. And there's a lot of moving parts, and it's overwhelming. And they don't. A lot of times, they don't have the the means to hire a big agency or labels don't give a shit about artists anymore there's just so damn many of you guys true <laughs> um, so, quit making yeah. so much fucking music yeah stop making <laughs> you know 40 what is it Forty thousand songs are uploaded to spotify every day what think about that i would rather not i'm gonna say pass fucking insane. <laughs> pass on thinking about that's that. insane <laughs> yoinks that's crazy all right. Well, um, while we're here, fuck Spotify. Pay your artists appropriately. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. 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 I was actually on a call today with um, a potential client, and he had some beef with Spotify. Like, refused to upload his shish. <laughs> <clears throat> refused to upload his shit to Spotify, and I was like, "Yo, what's your beef with Spotify?" And he was like, "Well, I'm a famous blues artist who's toured the." globe and i get paid a lot of money and spotify mm-hmm. doesn't pay people <laughs> i'm like that's fair <laughs> that's right. very fair so huh. yeah okay so evan was in a band once upon a time um <laughs> back in my day god damn it i hate this voice <laughs> <laughs> you love it evan does this voice i call it the pervy grandpa voice it haunts my dreams and makes my nightmares so he's very proud of that i think <laughs> back in my day i hate it here so (laughs) tell us more about your band evan um what exactly was the genre and uh i need you to tell everyone the name of your band that that's (laughs) what the band name you're talking about is not the main band that was that was my that was just my first band oh you had you were multiple bands yeah i'll see you didn't know i didn't know what are you what's happening i'm I'm, I'm just picking off some lint Evan needs um, a lint roller. Please yes. sponsor him. <laughs> so my first band that you're talking about, yeah. it was like right out of like actual like band band. Me and my friends were like, fuck the institution. We want to make rock music. So how old were you? Like 17? No, younger than that. Like 13 to 15. So you quit band when you were in middle school? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I remember I remember this specifically 
that band teachers hate fucking drummers. By, by the way, I was mm. a drummer. They mm. hate drummers. We're, we're just banging on shit. We're not reading music. Most of us can't read music. We're just like, ah, I'm just, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they hate us. It's got a lot of hormones a lot of A lot of things <laughs> happening. They hated us. Mm-hmm. So I remember not being picked to be in jazz band, which was like the step up from like just banging on a drum or some dumbass cymbals or like a timpani to like a full set. Mm-hmm. And I remember not being chosen for it for some reason. I don't think there was a tryout. It was just like arbitrarily like, yeah, you'd get it, not you. And I was like pissed. So that was the moment I was like, fuck band. I'm going to just join my own. I'm going to mm-hmm. form my own band. Okay. Um, and to get to your question, we were called the Murder City All-Stars. Um <laughs> It's because we had a lot of angst, and we also used a band generator. A band name generator. A, na- a band name generator. <laughs> the fuck yeah, is you a know band I mean. generator? Yeah. <laughs> Just spits out people with terrible talents. <laughs> exactly, exactly. A band name generator. And we came up with, I think it was like, it came up with two different really outrageous ones, and we put those two together and made Murder City All-Stars. Incredible. Um, yeah, we, you know, that was more of like alternative hard rock. <laughs> I, fucking know. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. Um, and then he evolved to the more distinguished older band. It, three. It was just me and two other of my close friends. Okay. It was us three plus three other people. Okay. And, and what was that name? That was called Jason Todd. What? And if anybody who is. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Is that anybody's name in the band? No. Jason, I'm, I'm about to tell you. Okay, okay. I'm about to All tell right. you. Sorry, I'm jumping the gun. All right. It is, if anybody is like a comic nerd, it's the real name of the second Robin in Batman. Oh. He was actually murdered by, in the comics, he was murdered by the Joker with a crowbar. Are you a closet nerd? No, my vocalist was. <laughs> he is. Like, no, wow, I, I still to completely. still to this day, shout out Ian Tate, if you're listening. Still to this day, I'll text He's him not. and be like, He's not, <laughs> you're not, you're not. <laughs> I'll text him and be like, yo, what'd you think of this new Aquaman movie or some shit? And he's just like, mm, this is what I think. And he'll like go into this deep stories and shit. Sick. So he was a he wasn't even a closet nerd. He was just a straight up regular nerd. Loved it. So yeah, yeah we yeah. we just came up, you know, we like many bands were like, well, should we be a caller name this? No, it makes it sound like this. Uh, this. And we, I was just like, at, at some point I was just like, I don't give a shit what we're called anymore. Like, Ian, what do you think? He's like, what about Jason Todd? Because it's provocative and like, it means this. I was like, I don't give a shit. So we rolled with it. Sick. So that's the tagline of Evan yeah. Pierce. Wow. Price. Oh my God, I did it again. I don't, you didn't Why even say Pierce. Your last name's Pierce. No, it's Price. The Price, price is Right. Price. Remember the Price, price is Right? Because that's what all the gym teachers yelled at me when I wasn't going fast enough in uh, the mile. Or they would just yell, the price is wrong, bitch. I'm just oh, kidding. They wouldn't oh, say that. I was like, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Call the trauma unit. My God. <laughs> so what originally like got you switching from being in bands to being behind the scenes in the music business? Um, yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> comes down to my band just not knowing what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. And Sounds I just kind of took control just because somebody had to and I slowly found out that i just like doing it more than mm-hmm. playing so you like managed your own band and yeah, shit. yeah 100 percent. i so at 14 how i got started in the industry is my band couldn't play anywhere we were from springfield illinois there was no in the middle of nowhere it's right in the middle of st louis and chicago and there was no really no venues 
So we struggled finding places to play. There was one all-ages club called Black Sheep Cafe mm-hmm. that was mainly a punk band or a punk venue, all-ages right. punk venue. Mm-hmm. And we were more metal rock, hard okay. rock. So I had a friend who knew the owner and like we got one show and we played and he's like, this was great. There was a bunch of people here. Great. Mm-hmm. So I like slowly became a promoter. And slowly booked my own shows just to get my band to play. Right, right, right. So then it was like, great, this is kind of fun. Like, it's fun putting together shows. Mm -hmm. It's fun just being like, oh, cool, this band would go great with us and this and that. Then I slowly started reaching out to... to big, bigger artists in that scene. So I would reach out to like bands on Rise Records mm-hmm. and Victory Records and I would like look them up on MySpace. Oh, I remember like chatting it. with the dudes in Data Remember on fucking MySpace? AIM. On AIM. Oh my they, God. they listed all of their AIM accounts. Talked to Jeremy all the time. My so nostalgia. Oh, hell yeah. So I would just Ooh. reach out to them on MySpace, look up their agents. I'd shoot them an email and be like, yo, I see that you have an open date between St. Louis and Chicago. I'll, I guarantee them 300 bucks. They can sleep mm-hmm. on my my mom's floor. And this and is when these bands were like small at the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But we knew them. You know of what course, I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. like up in Rise Rec. I booked a lot of Rise Record bands, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. shitload of them. And I would be like, yeah, you know, you're, <laughs> the food I can get you is like Little Caesar's Pizza. You, you chill <laughs> with that? And they'd be like, yeah. And then I would slowly do it over and over again for mm-hmm. years. And then they started to become bigger and still come back. Mm. So I just kind of created my own promotion company at like 14. Okay. Damn. And like my mom had to sign most of the contracts. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'll buy you pizza. What's up? Yeah, I got pizza. You can sleep on our floor. There was a, ba- <laughs> there was a band called The Breathing Process. It was like a real, like a fucking black metal band that okay. they came like four times and they'd just be like, yeah, because they wanted to eat my mom's mastacholi. And no, that's not a euphemism. My mom made some bomb ass <laughs> mastacholi. I'll eat your mom's and- mastacholi. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, um, yeah, bands like Woe Is Me, I book Woe Is Me, The Ghost Inside, mm. um, Periphery a couple times. Sick. At this, uh, like a hundred, like the room you're in right now mm-hmm. is bigger than the fucking venue. That yeah. fit about a hundred people. Those and are the best shows, though. No, the best. The best so when good. you can like hit the ceiling yeah. when the crowds are. But yeah, to answer your question, I just kind of got thrown into it, just yeah. out of necessity. And mm-hmm. I feel like from my conversations with other people in the industry, in the it's business side, how it that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. just like, I'm just doing it because nobody else is here to do mm-hmm. it. So I just started doing it and then I was like doing it more and more and I booked my band at the time like a tour and I went on tour and I got that tour life and I just didn't really like it. You didn't like, like tour life? Not really. There was six of us and we like toured in a in fucking a... minivan. Oof. And like, you yeah. know, not all of us are, you know, small dudes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but even if you are small dudes, it's still it fucking just, sucks. Still it was just stressful and like I ate, there's the most I've ever eaten Chef Boyardee like pop top ravioli in my life. Mm-hmm. It just was stressful. And I was like, I'm actually really good. And it was a time in my life where I was like figuring out like, what do I want to do with my life? Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting down with my mom. And she Wait, at what like, age were you here? Right here? Yeah. 17, 18. It was like okay, right when okay. I was trying to figure out like where I'm going to go to college. Yeah. Okay. So it was definitely, so it was a little bit after high school because I went to community college for a while mm-hmm. to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And God, I wish I would have done that. <laughs> it was, I'm so glad I did. I went there for about, you know, two, two years. 
Um, and I was like, what do I want to do? And my mom's like, you're literally doing what you should be doing. Like mm. you're like making money doing this. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing it. Like there's, there's, <laughs> there's plays, there's, there's ways you can do this forever. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, bet. Thanks mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, Thanks. Mom so I, yeah, looked up schools. There were basically none at that time anywhere in the country, let alone in Illinois, other than like Columbia College right, here right, in Chicago, right. which led me here. So did you go to Columbia? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Graduated from Columbia in 2013. What was your like? Music business major? management. Okay. Uh, it's so technically what? arts and entertainment media management with a concentration in music business. <laughs> okay. Which is real complex. Question, real, real honest question. Do you think that it was worth it? Fuck no. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Now, they told me to read all the books I could have bought on Amazon, which is literally exactly why Arts Collective exists. Yeah, exactly. I that's mean, that's why, why I that's kind why of feel like exist. all the people that work in like the music business that do have degrees, unless you're like a fucking like entertainment lawyer, most of the time your degree doesn't do shit for you. Like, I went to school for PR, like communications, international public relations. Did I learn how to do music PR? Fuck no. It's totally different than any PR you learn in school. Like, it's not... And I went to university for five years. I didn't do any community college. Right. Like, I'll say this. Listen, I'll say ugh. this. This is what it. This is what it does do. Okay. The knowledge that I learned at Columbia, I could have easily learned on my own. Mm-hmm. But the question is, would I have? That's true. I yeah. wouldn't have, mm-hmm. because, and what I'm starting to learn in like this consulting realm is, you need to get you you need to have it sting a little and. Hundred thousand dollars in debt sting stings a lot, right? <laughs> it shouldn't. It shouldn't have to sting that much. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like yeah, it has yeah. to be like, oh, I better show up to class. Yeah, I better yeah, do yeah, my yeah. shit. Right. I better network. I better milk everything mm-hmm. I can. So mm-hmm. it did that for me. Yeah, that makes but sense. Doesn't need to sting that much. No. Fuck no. If it, let, let's look at it this way: if the college costs twenty dollars. Would you have given a shit about it? Probably not. You would have been like, "Here's twenty dollars. I can sleep in." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So there's other alternatives that makes sense. to it, but a hun- you should not have to go in that much debt. Yeah, that's to crazy. like that's crazy. Make it worthwhile. Yeah. So there's other options. There's other alternatives, mm-hmm. which is kind of what I'm trying to build up for right. people. It does have an there. There is an element that it's worth it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I mean, they essentially just gave me a bunch of books to read and they helped mm-hmm. connect me with some I feel people. I like college is way more about like personal and mental like development, you know, like, yeah. relationship building. Relationship uh, aside building. Aside from like actual like education, because like it's all shit you can learn yeah, if get, you want to learn it. You know? Yeah, getting you on a like a, mm-hmm. just a calendar, just getting right, you exactly. on like a routine Motivating is the word you. I'm looking right, for. Right, right, exactly. Like you, you wake up, you go to class, you do this, mm-hmm. you, you meet with people. Yeah. The internships, the internships that I got at Columbia were pretty incredible. What'd you get? Um, so I worked with a blues artist. Did you just oh. mention blues? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I worked with a blues artist in town, which I was a, I was a metalhead. I knew oh, nothing yeah. about the about blues. This. Yes, yeah. Um, he was one of the first blues artists to actually fuse hip hop with blues mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. So he is, his, name, his name's Wayne Baker Brooks. He's the son of Lonnie Brooks, who mm, helped yeah. write Sweet Home Chicago, right. which is like one of the most well-known blues songs, at least in, here in Chicago of all time. And it was just cool to see like the old school like route. Like he was still, he, he was still like 25,000 CDs. Mm. Physical CDs, CDs in this, in this life, like in the past. In this lifetime. In this lifetime. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? 
Like he was still doing it. I was going on tour with him. I watched him do it. Yeah. Because it was a different demographic. It was just really cool to kind of see that realm of it Mm -hmm. when I was like coming from like fucking MySpace and like Facebook and like Mm -hmm. the digital age of sorts. So it was really, really magical to see like a different world. Like uh, Sync, I I was his Sync and licensing intern. And -hmm. I was also his like booking, head of booking because he had a record label. He did a lot of different things. So I got a couple placements from him for like the the Chicago Bears. So I was like my I was like excited. I was yeah, like, oh, holy shit, this is so cool. Like how, how do I do that? How do I do this? So <laughs> it was like that's what the internship was mm-hmm. about. Okay. The real life the real life experiences are really what made my education over yeah, me going to class and being like, What's a mechanical right. royalty? Who yeah. gives a shit? I could Google yeah. that. Google right. it. <laughs> it's more or less about like being motivated to like learn more about you know what i mean like when you really are interested in something you really want to pursue something that's when you're really like well let me learn everything there is to learn about it right you know yeah i definitely get that and i mean that's what i really like about ac too is that like you guys are really like all-encompassing like you really focus on all the aspects of the music industry and just encouraging your members and your people to really learn about every single thing there is to learn about music to be that kind of person that's, like, knowledgeable and able to be somebody like you who's, like, a fucking consultant who can, you know, sit down about any really aspect and tell you about it. Right. So that's, I mean, that's the goal. Right. There's just, the fact is, there's a lot of moving parts with it. Mm-hmm. It's not like, mm-hmm. I couldn't just tell you a sentence on what it means to be a Like a an manager. Artist, or like, or yeah, just exactly, even an artist yeah. in general. Like, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. really just depends. So there's a yeah. lot of different things to learn. And you have to kind of, you don't have to be a master of everything. You just have to know at least the Mm -hmm. basics of like how you're making money and doing this. Yeah. But the more you learn. You're trying to rhyme. You're trying to rhyme, I think. (laughs) The more you learn, the more you burn. I did. I was trying to rhyme so hard. I'm really glad you saw those gears ticking because I was like, come on, bitch. All right. Oh, baby girl, y'all. Tell me how you feel about the music industry. Oh, talk right. to your fans, honey. Lovely. <laughs> All right, love you. Goodbye. You ready for some trivia? Sure. This is gonna be good. I'm really bad at trivia. Matt Pelissier, Pelissier, Pelissier. I'm not sure how to say his last name. Left which of these bands in 2004? Bullet for my Valentine, Simple Plan, My Chem, Muse. Bullet for my Valentine. He was play, replaced by drummer Bob Ryer in 2004. What Canadian group had a hit with Devil in a Midnight Mass in 2006? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Arcade Fire, Nickelback, Metric, Billy Talent. Wait, just think. Who's Canadian? Uh, I'm pretty sure Nickelback's Canadian, so I'm going to say Nickelback. It was Billy Talent. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Billy Talent is? Nah. All right, you better know this shit. Which band had a hit with Stacy's mom in two thousand three? If you don't, I don't know, have I don't have any choices. Oh, sorry, <laughs> fa- okay, I'll read them. I mean, it's I thought Fountain you of know. Youth. Okay, it's not. You're Fountain of Wayne. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I it, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. It's Fountain of Wayne. Can you name this band from the music video screenshot? Look at it. Yes, Hawthorne Heights. It's not even one of your fucking options. I didn't look at the <laughs> options. Um, Green Day? I don't know. It was the Rasmus. I don't know, I don't know what that is. Yeah, 
I'm going to still go. The answer is Hawthorne. <laughs> Can you name the band these lyrics belong to? <clears throat> Let's see. A place of hope and no pain. Perfect skies with no rain. Can leave this place but refrain because we've been waiting for you. Him, Avenged Sevenfold, Slipknot, System of a Down. I know it wasn't Slipknot. I don't think it was System of a Down. What was the other two? Him? Avenged Sevenfold or Slipknot or him? I'm going to say him. I don't recognize it and I don't really know him that much. Avenged Sevenfold? Mm -hmm. I knew it because I was a huge A7X fan. remember what song it's probably off their fucking bad country bullshit no first of all that's the best fucking album goodbye wow it's about afterlife anyway that's the worst one well that's what it was off which of these was not a song on tenacious d's pick of destiny album god i don't know anything (laughs) about tenacious d beazle boss wonder boy kickapoo or the metal (laughs) kickapoo (laughs) no wonder boy Mm. Okay, oh, you better know. You better know this shit. You've said that Which before. of these is not a song from Panic at the Disco's A Fever You Can't Sweat Out? Can I look these at it? Song titles are so Can long. I look at it without, okay, yeah. without it? Let me read the options, though. <clears throat> oh, oh, yeah. There's a good reason these tables aren't numbered, honey. You just haven't thought of it yet. This is back in the day when we uh-huh. had full sentences as song titles. Oh, yeah. Cosmosado. Cosmosado. Jesus. You know what they do to guys like us in prison? Build God, then we'll talk. Damn. I know Kamasato's not it. Build God, then we'll talk. I recognize those other two long ones are a little. No, it's which of these is not a song. Yeah, I know. I'm saying I know Kamasato and Build God, then we'll talk are a song for sure. Um, There's a good reason these tables. I know which one it is, and I know which one belongs to the other. I'm gonna say you know what they do to guys like us. Good job. That's a my chem song. Good job. Great. That's a, that's a great album. Name this front man. Oh my god. One of my ultimate crushes. Matt Tuck. Yes! Bullet for my Valentine. Angel yeah. Baby. Okay. Which of these bands, popular in the 2000s, are not from Wales? Kaiser Chiefs, Stereophonics, Bullet for my Valentine, or Biffy Clyro? The only one I know that is from Wales is fucking Bullet for my Valentine. <laughs> I don't know what. Can I see what they kind of look yeah. at? It? I'm a visual person. Sorry, I podcasters. That. I see that. Um. Biffy Clyro, because I hate the name. Wrong. No, I thought it was it. <laughs> <He> said, <"Huh."> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which band? Oh my god, I love this. Okay. Which band had a hit with the annoyingly catchy Monster in 2006? Arctic Monkeys, The Kooks, The Automatic, or Little Man Tate? What does that mean? Monster with like the song name was Monster. Oh. Can I look at it again? <laughs> Arctic Monkeys. The Automatic. Really don't do not add me as a partner in trivia, everybody. <laughs> Clearly, ooh, okay. In ooh, ooh, this is a good one. In which country was him frontman Vili Valo born? Oh, so uh, I'm gonna read it out loud. Okay. Norway, Iceland, Finland, Poland. <laughs> Motherfucker looks like a Finland. Great job. <laughs> total guess. He was born in white, Finland in white, 1976. White or whiter. <laughs> Which of these Slipknot songs was not released in 2000? Oh, okay, I got Before you. Before I forget. Oh, I got you. On Wait this. and Bleed, Duality, Psychosocial. Let me see. Psychosocial, 100%. I've seen Wrong! It. Wait and Bleed. What? Wait and Bleed Let me see. 2003? Oh, 2000. Oh, 2000. in the 2000. Was not released? So they released it in 1990. Oh, it was earlier. 
I was thinking, oh, because Psychosocial was like 2000, like later, it was like 2008 or no, like 2014. I want to tell Corey Taylor. Man, I've seen seen Slipknot like seven times. Have you really? Shit. 100%. Which of these songs are not? I'm really ashamed of myself. Can we just end right (laughs) now? No, I love Slipknot. I love Slipknot. Especially early Slipknot. Which of these songs are not by Fall Out Boy? Okay. Swing, swing, beat it. This ain't a scene. It's an arms race. Thanks for the memories. Beat it. They covered beat it swing, by Michael Jackson. Swing, oh, swing by the American. That's Race. bullshit. <laughs> Can't stand me swing, now. Swing, swing is all American race. Swing, swing on the south I don't remember that shit. Why? I don't remember the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> Can't stand me now was a 2004 hit for which of these bands? The Strokes. The White Stripes, The Libertines, Baby Shambles. That smelled really bad. The White Stripes. <laughs> You're welcome. Ooh, so close. I don't know what that other band is. Yeah, me neither, actually. I've never heard of most of those. Which of these Muse tracks is the longest? Oh, God. I don't know, all any, of them. I don't know any Muse because they're fucking Citizen terrible. Citizen Erase, Butterflies and Hurricanes. United right? States of Eurasia. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to get that over with. Seven minutes and 21 seconds. That's how long it was. Can you recall the name of this band? Oh, my God. You better. The options are Bring Me the Horizon, All Time Low, Red Jumpsuit, Cute is What We Aim For. Oh, my God. I'm judging the fuck um, out of All Time right Low? No. I know it's wrong. It's Cute is What We Aim For. They're the same. They all have no, fucking emo not. haircuts. Listen. Which of these bands had hits with the singles? Oh, my God. You better know this. Foxtrot, Uniform, Charlie, Kilo, and Unsus, 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 What the unsus. fuck is that bullshit? You don't know this? It's n- it's not Smash Fo- You don't know Foxtrot, Uniform, Charlie, Kilo? It's Bowling for Soup. I hate you. Who's the Bloodhound Gang? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know who that Bloodhound is. Ga- no, I told you I'm bad at trivia. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's uh, do it like yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah, the one-hit wonder. Oh, okay. No, they did. They had F-U-C-K. And unsis, unsis, unsis. Anyway, I'm annoyed. Um, <laughs> which of these songs are not by Bowling for Soup? Since you're a fucking expert on Bowling for Soup. Why am I an the expert The bitch for song, for Running from Your Dad, Shut Up, Next Ex-Girlfriend. Shut up. Good job. That was a guess. I'm not going to take credit. Which of these bands had a hit with the song My Curse in 2006? Oh, I know this one too. I do too. Kill uh, Switch Engage. Okay. Good job. Oh! Finally. It. Finally. Six out of 20 correct oh, answers. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> it, listen to this fucking. It looks as though your knowledge of 2000s alternative rock isn't all that it could be, but on the Mr. Bright side, it's an excellent excuse to binge listen to some incredible. How is 2000s. Kill Switch Engage or Slipknot alternative rock? Fuck that bullshit. It's not a, oh, yeah, you're right. All right. The, I'm, I, the only one I'm pissed about is the Slipknot one. That, that, that got me. I, I answered too quick. Because I did know. Okay, that in one. your defense, though, the song that was right was released in ninety. It was there. It was it's close. right though. It, it, it was, was a close. tricky one. It was a tricky mm-hmm. one. I I fuck with Slipknot. I, yeah. I fuck with some talk pills. I need to play this. Um, this song. The only reason this song has a fucking affinity for me is because this dude that I was obsessed with in middle school and high school. His name was Taylor Unruh, and I was obsessed with him. He was this fucking football player with long, majestic hair. I remember I ran into a pole because I was looking at him and not paying attention. It was a whole thing. That was his MySpace song. <laughs> I'll never forget that. What was your MySpace song? Oh, it changed every day. That you remember. I mean, every, oh, the first one that I ever remember was 
the only difference between martyrdom and suicide is press coverage by Panic at the Disco. But it was so early on in their career that the song didn't have a title. It's it's, it was just like an, it said untitled. Hell yeah. Like, I, I remember that. And then, I mean, yeah, it literally changed. You're going to make me do this shot? Yeah, shots. Oh, I hate it. Let me play this, though. Oh. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have a follow-up question. Okay. What was your AOL Instant Messenger mm-hmm. screen name? That, that's that's a question you should add to this fucking podcast. That's, true, that's, that's a good question. Eppenhart. E-P-E-N Hart. I don't Fuck know. What does that mean? I don't know. I really don't know. All right. That's it. That was the end. You'll, oh, you'll know my. And my other one was X Weekend underscore Warrior X. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's very similar to mine. Mine was X Suffocating X 24-7. <laughs> you want to know what that's from? What? You'll know. You've mentioned Bob the band. Roach? You've mentioned the band about three times on this podcast. Mike M? No. Suffocating Under Words of Sorrow by Bullet for uh, My Valentine. Oh, my God. The best fucking Suffocating 24-7. Yeah, it was very emo. Very, very emo. Oh, that's me right now. 100%. <laughs> Suffocating 24-7. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Yeah. We enjoyed it. Thanks for just making me look like a fucking tool on trivia, but it's it's okay. Listen, it's not my fault you don't have any music knowledge. Those were some <laughs> tough ones. Those were, were some tough ones. It's okay. You survived. You got six out of 20. That's not the worst. It's not the best, but Freeze it's Freeze frame! Worst. Yeah! Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Drunken Vocal. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Drunken Vocal. Bye.